G'day punters and welcome back to another Black Bookers podcast here. We're going to look at racing on the 6th of March. Sorry about last week not getting a podcast out. As you may have seen on Twitter, tipped a couple of big winners there and you think it over at 70s and Caprizio um, at 60. Saturday night got a little bit out of hand and Sunday I was very dusty indeed and in no state to review any races. But back here again and ready to go and hopefully find a few more winners going forward. Uh, for those of you who have been taking note of some of these black bookers we saw on the weekend, up in Perth, there was Lewa, which I mentioned um, on the 20th of Feb. It was a winner there up at Ascot, paying $40. Um, Amasinus also at Ascot there on Sunday got the win. Um, it was another black booker on the 20th of Feb. Um, Ren's Day, um, no spoil at the price, but also mentioned previously um, on that 20th of Feb. So three winners to come out of that podcast. Um, Lewa, obviously some very nice odds there. Uh, Hotmail members, we had another profit. It's been a really positive start um, to the member service. Uh, we had winners in Lightsaber and Marbusha. And we also, Seasons ran a nice second at some nice place odds there. Um, unfortunately, just couldn't get over the top and win. So little four-unit profit on the day. Um, so if you're keen to get involved, hogsmail.com.au um, to join and become a member. But let's get stuck into racing here on the 6th of March. We'll start with a Flemington card there. And we'll kick off in race three. I thought pretty brazen. Uh, came into the run on Saturday with two jump outs prior. I really liked the first one, but the second jump out did look quite sluggish. Um, and on race day on Saturday, found a nice settling position in second. Just didn't quite quicken up when the sprint went on and to the eye, just looked to sort of peak on condition there the last little bit. But going back, looking at the sectional, she actually ran the race fastest, last 200 metres, and the second fastest of the whole meeting. So on the clock, certainly did quite well there. So this horse will certainly strip fitter and one in nice style second up last prep. So I'm certainly happy to follow her. Um, I'm sure she's going to find a pretty strong race there due to her rating now. But we'll see where she lines up and see if she's a play going forward. In race four, as mentioned, lightsaber, just you got to love a bold front-running type that just keeps on kicking, and that's just what this horse does now, winning three in a row. Um, I think they mentioned post-race, maybe looking up at Sydney, taking on the A grade there, so that's certainly going to be another, another level. But, you know, this horse makes his own luck up on speed and he's very hard to knock. Um, out of the back markers, obviously, there was readily available... Um, it ran the fastest last 200s of the meeting. Um, and Hutotsu just continues just to run on every start. Was held up a little bit in the straight there and launched late the last 100. But they just get back in running and are always storming late. So there's certainly not horses that um, I like to put my money on, particularly at the type of odds that these two will probably pop up next start. They're probably going to be the big flashing light runs and come up quite short next time in. In race five, Marbusha, uh, as mentioned earlier, was another winner there for the members. And it was a really stylish win there. I really liked the way that it flattened out the last 100 metres. It ran the six fastest last 200 metres of the meeting. Um, and it's quite a lightly raced horse. And it certainly trialled nicely there with Creadirius um, prior to that run. So 
I'm sure they're probably going to step up another level now and it's going to be hard, but it was certainly a very nice return there for Marbusha. Um, in the same race, Supreme Idea, racing in real honest fashion at the moment, had three runs this prep for two placings and a fourth. Um, it's certainly thereabouts and can be winning soon if it's well placed, so I'm certainly keen to throw that horse into the black book. Bala Nipitina and another honest effort. She's just becoming a bit like a Tom Melbourne though now. Her career record is 15 starts, one win, five seconds, two thirds. So just struggling to have that final killer punch and get the win, but she's certainly racing really consistently. In race six, it was the group one new market and Sort of the splits out of the race were quite poor for the day, so I'm not sure how these horses are going to measure up going forward. Um, obviously, it was a bit odd to see the horses all there up on the inside um, in the middle of the course, all running top three. Um, Prague was the best of the outside horses um, running the race fastest last 400 meters, but it was only fair for the day, the 28th fastest of the meeting. But the blinkers certainly seemed to do the job for this horse. Uh, Brooklyn Hustle was unlucky again, but that's the type of horse it is. If you want to back it, it's going to get back in the run and need luck. Um, and the unlucky runner out of the race was certainly Flit. Um, it just had no luck at all, and it can certainly race more handier from a nice barrier next start. It can be a bit of a tease, though, Flit, and hard to catch, so you certainly um, just got to be mindful of that going forward. In the vet report, there were certainly a few issues to come out, so Celebrity Queen and Imaging pulled up lame and September run ended up pulling up with a slow recovery. So maybe a little excuse there for that horse um, who was short in the market. In race seven, Scarlet Dream. This horse is just a super fresh horse. Had no luck today um, or on Saturday. It was held up till the 200 meters and absolutely stormed late. Should have certainly won a few times fresh now. It can uh has it has struck a bit of bad luck in a few first up runs so not really one to want to keep following it as it usually does run best first up but that's maybe something to keep in mind next time you see this horse first up there punters it should certainly have a few wins on the board um and i think basically nearly all of its first up runs now it's finished in the placings or seconds so certainly great effort Sovereign Award was just beautifully rated there out in front. It was sort of in front by many lengths, but the, certainly wasn't breaking the clock and wasn't going too hard at all. This mare can certainly string a few wins together now and hold her form. Last prep, she ended up having seven runs, um, and next start will only be fourth up. So this mare can certainly put a few together, you know, the fun, a race that maybe track like the valley or something where she's able to kick off that corner she's certainly raced well there before so we'll see where she pops up next there punters sovereign award in race eight the australian cup the other group one there at flemington it was a bit of a bunch finished um the flashing light run was certainly miami bound from back in the field was held up till around the 250 meter mark and absolutely savaged the line late there this horse does thrive on a soft track, so 
They're heading to Sydney, I believe, but up there she's going to bump into some classy types like your very elegant, your Colettes, who are also very well performed on wet ground. So hard to see maybe Miami Bound running over the top of those, and there's no real value in the futures at the moment with that horse. I think it's the Tancred. It's going to line up next in, um, so probably just happy to watch it go around, and it's going to probably tackle the top class there, Miami Bound. Chapada was second up, Chase well from a midfield position, and he's certainly an honest competitive type. He'll certainly be there thereabouts again next start, I'm sure. And then in race nine, they went very hard there out in front with the blinkers on. Um, the horse there, the leader, and Personal and Chikafuerte were the ones just getting the run off the pace. Um, Personal just loomed up there when barged another one out of the way and looked as though it was just going to run away with the race, but just sort of kept battling on there. Chikafuerte had to come a bit wider. Um, and certainly fought on well as well. But those two were certainly the best of the on-pace brigade. Star Rail had the cold sit on them and was able to just get there in the end. I thought that horse really had the opportunity to blow right by them. So personal and Chica Fuerte were certainly brave efforts there. They might have the same targets going ahead in the future, so certainly going to be hard to split those two going forward. That sums up the racing there at Flemington. We'll switch to Randwick, where you know the races are certainly heating up there. Also, in race two was the Todman, where we had all the classy boys clash against each other. I certainly think Profiteer was a super effort. Um, sort of just bolted early there, wanted to get over racing and go keenly out in front but still gave quite a good kick in the straight and was certainly only run down late there by Animo. So a great effort there by Profiteer. Um, should take the edge off the horse and you think he's certainly going to be right in the finish there in the slipper. Um, staying inside, just had no luck at all. Um, it was sort of charging late there but if that horse does draw a poor barrier, it's probably going to have to get right back and it's going to be tough to win a slipper. So if you're on staying side, you would ideally want that sort of middle barrier there so it's not getting too far back in the field, having to chase down the likes of Profiteer who will be up on pace. In the fillies in race three, glistening, it was a nice effort there, just kicking on out in front. Um, in behind, Pretty Woman just had absolutely no luck at all. Won't have the prize money to go to a slipper, but it's probably going to pop up in, in another race there, and he's certainly going to be a, a good chance. Trafashia was a long last and absolutely savage the line. She's been certainly going to be looking towards those sort of size and champagne trips. You think that's going to suit a horse like her? Um, but again, no real value now after that run in the futures markets for that horse. Um, and Swift Witness certainly showed that nice turn of foot um, coming from that Magic Millions. And, you know, if she gets a nice soft barrier in a race like the Slipper, um, you know she'll certainly be attacking the line late there. She does have a nice turn of foot, that horse. But no real key obvious ones there going towards the slipper it just sort of makes that race more open now with animo and glistening winning on the weekend um, for me personally probably got four moves ahead um, on top at the moment but barriers are certainly going to be crucial there for the big race 
In race five, you saw that great battle between Eduardo and Nature Strip. They absolutely smashed the clock. Um, but in behind there, Balavala, well, I've never seen this horse settle last, and there was just no intent early to kick up, which was a bit strange there by the jockey up on board. This horse is usually up there settling the pace, particularly from barrier one. Um, but it ran on quite well from back in the field. Um, it trialed super prior to Saturday alongside Hawpre on her. So this horse looks to be in some very uh, good form there as a mare. So again, she's probably going to have to tackle the top class. But we'll just see where she lines up and see if she strikes a suitable race. But Balaval has certainly gone into the black book. In race six, Volpine, just a tough front-running effort out in front. Just a mare in super form, handles all conditions, winning on heavy, one on a good track on the weekend. So just going unbelievably well. I'm sure they might try and keep going with her with the form that she's in. Um, as mentioned earlier, seasons, um, it was first up coming off a couple of nice trials, got a nice trail behind and absolutely given every chance, just couldn't quite run down Volpine there who just kept kicking out in front. Seasons is certainly best first up and second up, so happy to stick with her again if she strikes something suitable. Um, so we'll see where she lines up again. Seasons, she'll um, be in the black book. In race seven, Lions Raw, it was certainly a nice win from last, but there were plenty in behind worthy of mentioning um, here in the Ramwick Guineas. Again, the obvious flashing light out of the race was Mayunga, who was very unlucky and absolutely savage the line the last 100 metres. You'd think it's going to be quite short in the Rose Hill Guineas and certainly the hardest to beat. Um, out of this race, though, Wheelhouse was certainly a very brave effort. It was caught three wide, no cover the whole trip. Um, on cornering, was pushed even wider and fought on quite well there. It was only beaten 1.8 lengths there behind Lions Raw, um, having that tough running transit. But he's probably going to go to the same races as Moonga. Um, and you think it's going to be hard to get past Moonga there if Moonga draws nicely. I thought Alanora was one that is certainly heading towards um, the derby. Uh, again, just no value in the futures at the moment. Once they start running a bit of a nice race, they absolutely get smashed in terms of their odds. But, you know, it settled last on Saturday in the Guineas, um, was working well through the line late. You know, one in Queensland last prep over 2,200 from a nice draw. This horse will be right there up on speed and it will certainly give plenty of cheek once it does step up to those suitable distant range, uh, distance ranges there. So the Alanora, um, you know, it could be even a cheeky one in the Rose Hill Guineas there, but draws a nice barrier and is up on speed and a horse like Moonga has to go right back from a wide barrier. So maybe one to keep a bit of an eye on there going forward. The Philly Harmony Rose is up against the boys today and put in a super effort, so she'll certainly be hard to beat going to those long-distance races there for the three-year-old Phillies. In race eight, it was great to see Savicciano get a well-deserved Group 1 win. Just a beautiful ride. Just got the suck run in behind. Um, but Mizzy now has put two good runs together. Um, was posted very wide in the Oakley Plate prior to Saturday. And on Saturday, certainly hit the line hard there. Just missing 
um, to Sabatiano. So again, probably going to line up in a in a top class race. Um, we'll just see sort of what odds it comes up as it was coming off a really long SP there. And in the final race, race nine there, I think it was the second last race actually, Polly Gray caught three wide, no cover the whole trip. Um, believe mentioned as a black booker previously. Um, it's certainly on track for sort of those races around the 2,000 metres. It kept battling on quite well after that wide run. Um, this horse does prefer it with a bit of cut in the ground, and we usually get some rain over that autumn period there in Sydney. Um, so it's certainly one to have in your black book there, punters, once it now probably steps up to around that 2,000 metre range. That sums up the racing there at Ramwick, moving around the states here at Morfittville. It was a bit of a hot rail bias there with leaders winning most of the day. So not too many in particular I want to really take out of that meeting. But in race one, there was a nice little two-year-old there, um, Champagne Dreams. I liked the win of it. Mustered good speed early. Um, but then I just loved how it just sort of pricked it ears traveled very nicely out in front and then kicked away again in the straight to win in a soft manner so as a two-year-old like how they're able to sort of sprint early to find a position settle well prick the ears and then sprint away again um, quite mature racing style there from that horse so we'll be keen to see where they go with that horse over to eagle farm in race eight golly hut just had no luck, posted three wide, no cover the whole trip. It gave Ren's Day, um, who mentioned earlier, the perfect trail into the race. It got the run right on the back of Golly Hut, and Ren's Day just was able to sprint away. Um, that horse has put a couple of nice runs together now. I think that horse is going to be, be progressing to some stronger races. So Golly Hut chased really well, finished a clear second there, and Next start, it's going to be fourth up and race fit and certainly be ready to fire. So keen to see where that horse lines up. In the last race, Georgie's Pride, it was a real bold front-running effort there to win. Led at a solid tempo, really stringing out the field and just kept kicking in the straight to win in a dominant manner. This horse is absolutely airborne right now. It's had three wins in a second this prep. So, you know, you're not going to get any massive odds or anything but just have to mention the horse i thought it was a super win there on saturday and to finish up over in wa just the one runner there in the final race plead the fifth drew barrier three but somehow the apprentice ended up going around the first bend four wide no cover up on speed um quite bizarre then had to work sort of forward did plenty of work to to find the lead um, in the straight and on cornering, just thought it kicked on quite bravely there, fighting on well. It was only beaten sort of 3.4 lengths in the end, not too far. I thought after the running transit, it was certainly a good, tough effort. So if that horse maybe strikes a bit of an easier race there, gets a bit of a softer run, I think it can certainly be winning there for sure, plead the fifth. So that sums up racing there on the 6th of March. Um, see you next week, punters.